Hey, I'm Rachel. I found Dr. Heidi's podcast when I needed it most, as I was leaving an emotionally abusive marriage. Dr. Heidi validated my experience, made me feel less alone, and helped me start the healing that I could not have done alone. Dr. Heidi is now offering an exclusive members-only podcast, where you can submit your questions, listen to others going through similar struggles, and hear Dr. Heidi's never-before-shared personal story. To learn more, go to www.itsnotnormalitstoxic.com. Join her members-only podcast. It's only $15 a month to get two bonus episodes every week, plus the chance to ask your questions to Dr. Heidi. Go to www.itsnotnormalitstoxic.com. Okay, I am actually not going to answer the question today. I'm going to ask the question today. And the question today is to my daughter, Shiloh, who literally just walked in the door to visit me. And I drug her in here and said, you have to answer this question. So because it's Thanksgiving and there was a lot of time in our former life where we struggled for things to be thankful for only because everything was so negative, all we could really pay attention to was the negative. So off the top of your head right now in this chapter of your life, tell me what you're thankful for. Well, now there's so many things I don't know how to pinpoint them. Um, I am thankful for my job right now because I am finally on a career path I feel that is gonna work out really well for me. I'm thankful for my family, my dogs and my boyfriend. Oh, boyfriend. <laughs> right. Um, you guys can all imagine that when one of Dr. Heidi's three daughters gets a boyfriend or a husband, it literally gives me a panic attack no matter who they are. And Shiloh, tell me a little bit about how I reacted when you started with this boyfriend. Now, for the listeners that that don't know that much about my story, um, which you are allowed to send questions in asking me anything about my story. I am an open book on the members only podcast. However, I ended up because of circumstances having to leave my kids when they were 13 and 11 so that I could get out and get healed and move on. So um, they came back when they were 17 and 19. They are 25 and 27 now. And I still worry about them like I did when, when I didn't, have them with me. But um, Shiloh, tell us about how your mom reacted when you first started dating the man you're dating now. And how long have you been dating him? Like before I told you, actually told you guys about it? Yes. She went silent for about three months. And normally she texts me and calls me and comes and visits. And all of a sudden she wasn't texting, calling and visiting. And so I knew she was seeing someone that she didn't think mom would approve of. So like my mom said, I am 25. My boyfriend is 43 and I met him. I thought you said he was 38. <laughs> See, she's still worried I'm going to be mad. No, I met him. Uh, I was working at a place and he was just happened to be the contractor there. And I kind of thought he was a little too cute to not be my boyfriend. And we hung out. I bet I waited six months till I introduced him to my family because my stepdad said, the next person I meet, you guys better be marrying. And I'm really hoping that I marry this one. But as you can imagine, when I finally uh, pinned her down and heard the age difference, which she lied to me. And each time I asked her, she added a couple <laughs> years. But, but I see it a lot, a lot 
in toxic relationships, the older a toxic personality will get, the younger they are, they will target. Um, the reason that is, is because the younger are easier to manipulate, they're easier to control, they're easier to convince, they're easier to emo get emotionally dependent. So when I first heard his age and knowing the environment that Shiloh grew up in, I was very, very concerned. Um, and of course I kept pestering her about red flags and have you seen this and have you seen this? And she kept going, no mom, it's fine, it's fine. But I also know what we feel like when we step into these relationships, we convince ourselves everything is fine. So I'm then worried that she's convincing herself everything is fine and this is gonna be a disaster and he's gonna like make her move away from me and he's gonna isolate her and I'm never gonna see her again. And uh, Because that's what happens in these type of relationships. Um, as it went, we have a rule here at my house that the girls cannot bring a boyfriend to a holiday celebration that we haven't met yet. So if they're planning on bringing a boyfriend to the holidays, we have to meet them first. Um, so what the week before Thanksgiving last year, yeah, I said, if you're bringing him, we've got to have dinner first. And <laughs> it was so hilarious at dinner because she had him so scared of us. He couldn't even talk through our first dinner, remember? Yeah, we got to the restaurant early and uh, he ordered a double Jack and Coke because my parents weren't there yet. And before he could even get his first sip, I go, they're walking through the door and he's like, oh my God, no, no, no. <laughs> and, and as it turns out, that was a year ago and we've got to know him very well. We've watched them interact. It's been, it's been very, very reassuring for me. He takes great care of her. He's also helping her with a lot of triggers. You know, he has been through a relationship that wasn't the greatest either. And, you know, they both pick my brain, but neither of them know the other one's picking my brain because everything's confidential with me. Um, but they've worked very hard on putting their relationship first and putting trust first and putting the other person first. At the same time, keeping independence in themselves. Now, so I will actually touch on this a little bit just because it came to my brain but I hadn't ever really been with somebody that all of a sudden I was having triggers with. And I get the trigger of, I get really defensive if I think somebody thinks that I'm lying. And so then I just, my first reaction is to get mad and I'll bite his head off. And that has been something that he is just, he's had to just kind of take it for a little bit, but I talked to mom about it, of course. And I've done a lot better with him in general or just in general of being able to as soon as it happens i go okay why did i do this and then i can kind of identify it and then go say i'm sorry 85 times even though he's not even mad at me which which is also a condition in a toxic relationship we think we have to apologize for everything because we've always been blamed for everything um but i do have to say uh another thing and shallow you can agree with me or you can disagree with me I was a trained fighter when I got out of my toxic relationship because everything was a fight because the toxic personality wants to fight. For one, our attention is on them. Two, they always win the fight, which makes them feel powerful. And their their whole goal is security in themselves. Yeah, it makes you feel so inferior and mad. Yeah, so when I got out, I mean, everything was a fight. I mean, the minute a disagreement would come up, I'd have my boxing gloves on. Yeah. And so my husband had to teach me, Heidi, it's just a discussion. Like we don't have to fight. You don't have to raise your voice. You don't have to cry. You don't have to, we're not having a fight. We're having a discussion. And I had to learn that when something was bothering me to tell him because my, my 
standard operating procedure is stuff 27 things down. And when the 28th thing happens, blow my gasket, right? Yep. And so I had to learn that if I have a, something that's bothering me, just say it because it can be addressed. It doesn't have to be a fight. You can, you can have closure on it and it can be done. And that was something I think Jim has taught you too, because yeah. we assume everything has to be a fight. And then you're like, oh, oh like you want to communicate? Talk about this or and, not? You're not mad at me? And, and then we didn't end the relationship because, yeah. you know, of this. That's where my head always goes. I'll do something stupid or yell at him about something that's completely minuscule. And then my head goes through the 38 things now that I have to make sure I give back to Jim because we're going to break up because I said something stupid. And I've really had to get out of that because I don't, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. Right. And it's, and it is, it is, I mean, we're kind of laughing, but, um, the reason that we laugh at this stuff is because of course I have run my girls through, I'm going to call it my program, but don't tell them I was running them through my program, but I have been able to mentor them enough that we understand the toxic personality and we understand how it works so much that when we think back on things to us, you have to laugh about it. Yeah. You laugh about it. But at the same time, you're like, how did we miss that? Like, duh. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and so through this last year, I've been watching these two interact and it is, it is playing out very much like, uh, my husband and my played out because they're mentoring each other through this and they're working to grow closer and closer together. So, so as far as what I'm thankful for, I'm thankful that you have found somebody that has been able to carry you through and help you heal. Yeah. Now, what else are you thankful for? Because I know there's one thing that you forgot. I said my family, but, but in, Who specifically? specifically in my family, I am very thankful for my mom. Oh, why? Oh, well, because you're the best in the world. Oh, that's not true. I am not the best in the world because as you know, I've lived with a lot of shame. Um, me leaving my kids, who does that? Who leaves their kids? And I will tell you, I have had clients that want to leave their kids. And because I know so much more about it, none of my clients will ever have to leave their kids the way I did. Um, Shiloh and I sit here now, like, like I didn't even, I didn't miss, we didn't miss anything. Right. And, and those of you who don't know, I didn't have my kids for almost five years. I didn't see them. I didn't talk to them unless there was an emergency. So, so again, as you can tell, we've, we've overcome that. We know it happened for a reason. We would not be the people that we are today. If that wouldn't have happened, would we want to do it again? No, no, absolutely not. We would not want to relive that again, but in the, in this, in this Thanksgiving week, I think that there's a lot to be thankful for. So I'm going to say something I'm thankful for. And then you have to say something you're thankful for, but it just, just has to be short. rapid fire. Yeah. Like rapid fire. Okay. okay. Um, Thanksgiving 22, 2022. I am thankful for my healthy relationship with my husband. I'm thankful for my healthy relationship with Jim. Okay. You can't just copy my thankful stuff. Okay. But, but, I, but you can use that that's... One. But from here on out. Okay. I am thankful for the trust that I have in myself to take care of myself. She's going like really in depth here. You don't um, have to. Well, now I'm drawing a blank. You can only think of one thing you're thankful for. Yeah, it's you. You just keep flashing in my brain. <laughs> She's just being nice. I'm thankful for
for where I'm at in my life. Cause I, there's not really a day that I wake up and I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I here? Everybody has those days every once in a while, but I am really thankful for where I'm at in my life. I'm super secure in myself and my, in my relationship, in my career, in my life in general. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I'm thankful that I can finally feel that way and not be ashamed that I feel that way because everybody else isn't where they need to be. But I feel like I am right where I'm supposed to be in my life. And I'm really thankful that I finally can have that. Yeah, that's hard too, because you, you're, we're continually looking to be better and make more money and, uh, you know, have nicer things. And, and so for you to say that you're content where you are right now, I think that's huge. And that was actually going to be the next thing that I said I was thankful for. I am. Oh, well, you can't copy me. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm thankful for my lime green dishes. I am thankful for a lime green coat that Jim and my mom got for me, even though it doesn't fit, but it is super cute and you should all see it. But I ordered her a new one. Everybody should have a lime green coat. Um, I am also thankful that I have overcome a trigger this year. I have not perfected it. Yes, 14 years out and I still have them. I have found that when things are off balance and I'm feeling um, maybe insecure, I have figured out that I am in complete control of that. I think I might have talked about this on the free podcast. It is because I've quit doing the things I need to do to be me. And and when I start feeling getting insecure, I start looking around at the other people in my life and start wondering why they're making me feel insecure. And this year I figured out it is 100% me. I can control it and I can fix it. And that was such a weight off my shoulders that I was like, this has nothing to do with them. This is 100% to do with me taking care of myself and the things I need to do for me. Yeah. Your turn. I am actually thankful for I was in a very, very toxic work environment this past year. And February, 2022, I completely uprooted my life and moved to Southern Missouri and started a new job. And it's one of those things, same thing, whenever you were in a toxic relationship, I didn't realize how toxic my job was. And now I'm at this new job and I don't have the amounts of stress that I did at my old job. And I think that's that was a super big deal that I did in 2022. I think it's a super a very big, good. I think a super big deal that went along with that is you finally found a really secure relationship and you still decided to make the move for yourself. And so now she's doing a long distance relationship. And I thought that was a huge thing for you in your self-confidence and your self-worth. It's kind of nice because if, if you're annoyed with them, you can get away from them for a couple of days and you're just going to work. So you don't even have to tell them that that's why you're have to go home right and i only can go downstairs <laughs> um but so this is this was shiloh and you know when we look back there's so many things that we could say we regret and things that we wish we would have done different and things that we would have changed and i don't feel that way at all would i again would i want to do it again no but the things that presented themselves in my life and in her life were not pretty they were ugly and were very extreme and we would have never known they were extreme because it happened every day. But when we were in that situation, we really felt like we were weak. And now that we're out, when we look back, the things that we thought were making us weak were actually making us super, super strong. strong. 
And you guys are all going to realize that too. You're all in different places. You're all in different um, types of relationships. And we feel weak. We feel like we don't have the power to do anything. We're scared to make a change. And when you finally do it and look back, you go, oh, yeah, I see now why I went through that. Yeah. I actually have one more thing I'm thankful for. Okay. Well, I actually have so many, but I won't keep you guys much longer. But I will say my relationship with Jim, some of the stuff that happened whenever I was living with my dad is not something you always want to tell your mom. But I mean, come on, my mom is the number one person in the world that's going to understand all of it and be able to diagnose it. But the more I'm... I don't really diagnose, but she <laughs> no, couldn't but... come up with a different word. Um explain it like just be able to identify what he was doing at the time or anything like that but there is some stuff that it randomly comes up for me i'll have memories and such and it is nice to have jim there because he will sit there and he will listen to it knowing that i'm not asking him to fix it but i just need to say it out loud but i didn't really have anybody except for my mom to talk about that with and i know a lot of stuff was probably really hard for her to hear but i am thankful that i have somebody to tell not only the bad stuff, but also the good stuff. But I'm thankful I have somebody to talk to about it that doesn't sit there and they're like, wait, what happened now? And look really confused. But you now I have a lot to be thankful for. Now you got me thinking all emotionally. Well, it's Thanksgiving week, so that's good. So that was that was my daughter, Shiloh. That's my middle daughter, uh, my youngest. And um, I've been trying to get her on the podcast for a long time. So ta-da. And now that she's done it, she probably will want to do this every time. Yeah, we're going to do one more right now. Hey, I'm Rachel. I found Dr. Heidi's podcast when I needed it most as I was leaving an emotionally abusive marriage. Dr. Heidi validated my experience, made me feel less alone, and helped me start the healing that I could not have done alone. Dr. Heidi is now offering an exclusive members-only podcast where you can submit your questions, listen to others going through similar struggles, and hear Dr. Heidi's never-before-shared personal story. To learn more, go to www.itsnotnormalitstoxic.com. Join her members-only podcast. It's only $15 a month to get two bonus episodes every week, plus the chance to ask your questions to Dr. Heidi. Go to www.itsnotnormalitstoxic.com.